and welcome to the very first Pigskin Pick'em with Jacob Angevine and Tyler Cloud presented by the 1201 Sports Network. Very excited to bring this segment back. We wanted to make it its own show because it's just awesome and we love it. Uh, we love looking at college football. We wanted to cover everything football for you guys. We have our Monday show, which is just strictly football. We have fantasy football on Thursdays. But we wanted something with just college football, and that's what this Pick'em show. Tyler, awesome to be here. Glad to bring it back. We actually have some very special, special guests with us. We have the two hosts of the I-35 Sports Connection podcast with us. Guys, go ahead and say hey. Hey. stars, <laughs> man! Don't bring that stars <laughs> talking here. Get out! Get out of here! This is a, a no. A this no is a stars. Vegas. This is a Vegas Golden Knights fan section only. Uh, but you know, we are we are really thrilled. To start this with you guys. Uh, we actually we were looking for some guest pickers, and y'all were like, "Look, let's make it a challenge. Let's go back and forth." So this is a great time for us to collaborate on a project. We know we just got into y'all's fantasy football league. We're super excited about that. My team is definitely going to win, or it's going to no, go defeated all the I'm way until you. the playoffs because that always happens to me. But if winning really... a second place, sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we're really excited. Just kind of recapping the games that we had from last week. Uh, I did, you know, my little solo show on Monday, which was awful, but. I'm really excited about some of the picks that I had. Army, super excited for them. I said that they were going to obliterate the spread. They run the damn football. That's the reason that they covered the spread. SMU was super excited to see them. They didn't cover, which is what, something I predicted. Memphis, super excited about them. Destroyed Arkansas State. And then BYU-Navy, uh, that game is actually on Monday. So I'll see where I end up there. I'm 4-1 right now. We have a brand new crop of games, six games this week that we're choosing from. Still not any big-time matchups that we're looking forward to. I guess we'll really see that once the Big 12 start playing each other and the SEC start playing each other. But, Tyler, let's go ahead and get into it. Notre Dame opens up the season for the first time in a conference that is not an independent conference. They're going to be playing in the ACC this year. They open up as a 19-and-a-half-point favorite against – they opened up as a 19-and-a-half-point favorite against the Duke Blue Devils. I think this game would be very interesting if it were on a basketball court. I hate <laughs> Notre Dame. I hate Notre Dame football. Duke Blue Devils doesn't even really have a football team. It's just some guys standing out there on the field. But Notre Dame is coming in as a 10th-ranked team in the country. The line actually changed on this game now that I look at it. It started off as a 20-and-a-half-point favorite. They're now a 19-and-a-half-point favorite. I still expect the Irish to win this game and cover. They're going to win this game in a landslide. And does that does that ten ranking mean every anything with Notre Dame? They're always overrated. Always every year. Always every year they, they get a nice ranking. So if they go undefeated, they can or go one loss, they can get into the playoff. Exactly. Genius strategy. Think about it. Yeah, and like if if this is the year that they don't make it into the playoff, I don't think they ever will. It's like you're playing in, you're you're finally playing where you actually have a conference, so you can win some conference games. You have that one non-conference opponent in NC State, I think maybe. But shit, if you can't get into it this year with COVID going on and you already playing two less games, then you don't deserve to ever be in the playoff. While picking oh, and, the second weakest of the Power Five conferences to play against, like oh yeah, right. 
and the and the thing with 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 Notre Dame is there's a lot of fatigue with them over the the Bama national championship game. You had the absolute drumming that they got a couple of years ago in the playoff. You kind of have that same thing that you have with Oklahoma, where all right, do they really deserve to be here? I mean, ha, who have they beaten? But I, I do think that this year is the year that they actually do prove to be a quality team. Um, I mean, it also doesn't hurt that the Big Ten's not playing, so you don't have <laughs> Ohio State. Well, the so, Big I Ten mean, might actually play. They're they're thinking about playing, I think, in late October, which means oh. they'll be going into the fourth week of the season when everybody else is in, like, week nine or week ten. I hate the Big Ten. I effing hate I mean, the Big Ten. Yeah. Well, Ohio State, how could you like them? Blech. Ohio State is terrible. When you have to make sure to put the or the in front of the, your name. I'm not calling it shit. So pretentious. I'm like, you're in Ohio. Shouldn't be this pretentious. Boy, so, and also, they tried to trademark the word the. Yeah. How pretentious do you have to be to do that? Yeah, I, oh, I, I, don't, I don't understand about Ohio State. See, just proving the point. I don't touch in Ohio, clearly. So, Tyler, the spread is now 19 and a half for Notre Dame. What do you think about this game? Are they going to win and cover, just straight up win, or are they going to get upset? They're definitely going to win. Um, any other year, I would say that they wouldn't cover, but I think that they know that they have a, a chance to do something this year. So, I think they're going to come out pissed off, and I think you're going to see them hang – four touchdowns on them. So, I mean, I think they, they go above and beyond um, the over. I agree with that as well. I mean, first of all, it's Duke. So, they're definitely for sure going to win. And, yeah, I think they'll probably cover that. I might even say before halftime. Agreed. Yeah, I, I definitely think they're going to cover this by a landslide. I think it'll be way more than just 19 and a half. Uh, the next game features our football savior for the season, Trevor Lawrence. He's also your future Heisman winner and future number one pick. Dabo's got all the guys fired up at Clemson. Clemson opens up at an amazing 32-and-a-half-point favorite against Lake Forest. Wake Forest this year is without Jamie Newman as the starter. He transferred to Georgia and then, as of last week, decided to opt out. So I feel really bad for Wake Forest. They're going to get absolutely stumped. I think that Trevor Lawrence and company are going to cover this in the first quarter. I think it's not even going to be close. Ooh. Wake oh Forest gosh. is terrible. Wake Forest is terrible. So Clemson's going to win this, and they cover, and it's not even going to be close. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, Clemson's going to be pissed off after the uh, the butt whooping that we gave them down here in New Orleans. So uh, – yeah, they're going to be pissed off. I, I would not want to play Clemson at all this year. I mean, they're going to be looking for blood all year long. I mean, take any anytime they play anybody, take the over. I mean, it, it's going to be that kind of year. Take the over every time they play. You don't think that they're going to be a little cocky against Wade Forest? 32 and a half? Like, that's a lot. That's a lot, that's but that's look, a, at, look at their offense. Team. Their offense it's is so good. It's also a team that last year, they came out slow off the gate, like – Halfway through the year, after their first half of games, you're wondering, are they still a national championship contender? Oh, man. I'm, I'm going to say they win, but I'm going to say they don't cover. 32 is a lot. I don't know about you. But yeah, it's I a lot. It's starting slow. It is a lot. COVID, you're not practicing as much. Your time yeah. is going to be off. I mean, I, I, I'm going to say. half is a lot. That's a lot, a lot. 
I mean, I think I think Sunshine is worth at least twenty. So I think you you add in the extra talent they have around him. I think that carries it over the thirty-two. It's going to be, be it's going to be close. It's going to be close. I can see, but I can see him winning like you know like. 42 to 10, and that's not covering, right? That's 32. Like, 42 to 10 is a sound victory. You know, Clemson – or uh, Wake Forest gets a late touchdown on Clemson when the backups are in. I don't know. It's just well, – 32 is a lot. That's that's it's the insane. thing, though. That's the thing about, like, about Clemson. They're the new Bama to where they yeah. have all these five stars that are starting, but they have nothing but five stars going up behind them. What people don't really know about Clemson is that Clemson has the number one quarterback in the nation in Trevor Lawrence, but they also no. have the number one overall pick. I'm sorry, the number. I'm sorry, the number one uh, quarterback from two years ago, I believe. I think he's a soft. No, he's a sophomore this year in DJ Uangalali, and he is a monster. He's like six six, two fifty seven, has a cannon, and he was used as the scout team quarterback for Joe Burrow. When they were preparing for LSU in the national championship game, they used him as Joe Burrow. So hey, that should tell you what they – But still, man, when you have a freshman like that, they said, look, we want you to be Joe Burrow. And he's like, okay, cool. So it, it, still wasn't, it still wasn't a good game, I understand, but still. I think normally, like, I, I think this was game three, game four into the season. Absolutely, yeah. hands down, I, I would take Clemson in the points. The only thing is I think practice has been disrupted, especially for a Clemson team that's had more COVID cases than most of the universities uh, that, that are playing this season. Like, there's got to be some type of ripple effect, right? Your timing's got to be off. You got to slow – I don't know if there's ever a chance yeah, so of picking up point spread. This is kind of where I'm thinking the not cover is going to come in right here. And I mean, why, like, exert all this energy for Wake Forest? That's true. True. <laughs> Wake Forest is so bad. Uh, it's hard to get up for a Wake Forest game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another team that's <laughs> another team that's pretty bad, and you guys probably know this as well, is Kansas. Kansas at yeah, football yeah. is absolutely awful, and I, I find love it. you love to see it. Yeah, <laughs> and I was oh yeah, I, I was looking at this and I was like, you know, Les Miles has one of the most talented running backs in the nation that doesn't really get talked about in Puka Williams. Puka Williams is an absolute stud. He's going to be a guy that's playing on Sundays, no doubt in my mind. And I was looking at the spread because Kansas came in as a four-point favorite. And I was like, that's kind of low. But then I was like, wait a minute. Kansas sucks at football. So this makes a lot of sense. Yep. And I do like Puka Williams. So I expect Kansas to win the game. But Puka Williams can't cover – I'm sorry. Puka Williams can't carry Kansas by himself. Yeah. So I expect this game to be like 14 to like 12 somehow or, <laughs> you know, 13 to 10 to where so they can't cover a four-point spread. So Kansas yeah. is going to win the game, but it's Coastal Carolina. This is just going to be a bad game overall. It's going to be the one you just check the score later. But they're going to win, but they're not going to cover. I think yeah. on this one I had KU covering uh, – only because of Les Miles, so that is the only reason. Like, I think the coaching might come into play there. Or they'll That's just fair. play Kansas and lose, and it'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys are hoping for a Kansas loss. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Well, I mean, I've, I've suffered I suffer from battered Les Miles syndrome um, being an LSU <laughs> fan all my life. So I know, how, I know how inept he is at coaching at times. He cannot manage a game clock to save his life. 
I do think Kansas wins, but the four points, it's going to be pushing that just because Les Miles always plays down to whoever he's playing. Um, I mean, he, he's he's a good coach in the big games, but whenever it's against a, a quote-unquote nobody, he, he, he just throw everything out the window. Anything can happen. Um, I think they win by probably by touchdown, um, but it's going to be a close ball game. It's going to be an ugly ball game. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree, especially because last year, Coastal Carolina, they beat them. They won 12-7 against KU. But by the end of the year, once KU found what they thought was a quarterback, apparently, they actually won their first Big 12 game in two years. So I think that high of actually winning a Big 12 game for the first time in two years, going into next season, which is now this season, I think they'll be up for this game, revenge game. They actually won a Big 12 game for the first time ever in two years. A smile has momentum. You have a run game. This is Coastal Carolina where, like, the last big player to come out of there, uh, I can't even remember. I mean, maybe Tyler Thapin, who was a third-string quarterback for the Chiefs. Uh, I like – just like you gotta, – you got to do something here. And if you, <laughs> if you want two Big 12 wins, you got to win one game here to at least give you the promise of, hey, when the Big 12 season gets into play, we can win some games. Because if you don't win this game, you don't win in any Big 12 games this year and the streak starts all over again. This is true. So they're going to win in cover, I think. <laughs> I would sure – I would hope so. It's four points. I would hope so. Next game up, another Big 12 game, uh, Oklahoma State. I absolutely love Oklahoma State this year. I definitely think that that's the dark horse. Maybe – I think that that's the dark horse, I think, to come out of the Big 12 this year. I think they're going to be the only ones to really challenge Oklahoma. Oklahoma State has had a oh, shots for whoa, 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 whoa. Just, whoa, what? Whoa, oh, whoa, Kansas whoa, State, whoa, come on. Whoa, K-State all of a sudden? Come on. Oklahoma last year? What, we still forget about that? Yeah, we're forgetting I mean, about it. It was a fluke win. They do have problems. They do have problems. So, Oklahoma State, they had a wild offseason, to say the least. Uh, they returned arguably the best running back in the nation in Chuba Hubbard. They, Tulsa's a scrappy squad. Uh, Cowboys offense is going to be way too much for them to handle, though. I absolutely love what Cowboys have on offense this year. Expect them to win and cover. And Oklahoma State, I guess you can throw in Kansas State if you want, just to make you guys happy. Who was the only team in the Big 12 to beat Oklahoma last year? Just, just Kansas State. Kansas State. Kansas State. And did Kansas State end up in the playoff? Hey. Hey. Oh, okay. Okay. Did Kansas, State, did Kansas State end up in the Big 12 title game? Oh, okay. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Hey, hey, uh, it was on the back hey, uh, burner, and now we're somewhere in on the front burner. Okay. What did, what did, Ar- what did Arkansas do, Jake? Why the hell yes, we got to bring up Arkansas? You. Great, great question, Tyler. Great question. <laughs> Tyler, go back to your hole. This, go, get out of here. We don't want you here. I'm good. Uh, what do you guys have to say about Oklahoma State, though? 21 and a half. They're fun to watch, and they've got a really explosive offense. So I would say, yeah, they're they're gonna definitely win that one. Blow it out the water. I mean, what can you say, Mike Gundy? He's a man. He's forty. He's a uh, he's forty. He owns that mullet. I, I mean, I think if there's one thing that Oklahoma does or Oklahoma State does, it's, it's offense, right? So like you're Absolutely going bad. go up against a Tulsa team that's. This is probably going to be the most explosive team they see all year. And when you get that team, it's your first game of the year. It's going to be hard to stop. So, I think Oklahoma State wins and they cover. Tyler? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with all y'all. They win and they cover. Chuba Hubbard's just – he's too much. 
Mike Gundy's offenses are, are just known for being just super explosive. I think I'm I'm like Jacob. It's it's a three horse race in the Big Twelve. It's it's Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and it's Kansas State. There we go. Um, That's right. And, and, and nobody else. Chris Chris Kleiman, I mean, he did a phenomenal job last year. I would I would not have expected them to have done as well as they did. And because they did as well as they did last year, I expect them to take another step forward this year mm-hmm. and be in contention for it. Um, I do think it's going to come down to Bedlam. I think that's going to be your you're really your 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 conference championship game in a nutshell. Um, so I, I think that I think it is going to be Oklahoma State at the end of the year, and you know I think they they like y'all they blow them out of the water. I mean it's not going to be a good ball game to watch. Yeah, I knew I liked you. You know the dog of the year shirt. <laughs> yeah, the K State props, the climbing little. I just I just knew it. I knew it. Good vibes. Good, good vibes all around. Well, speaking of taking a step forward, I'm excited to see what Sam Howell can do after his big freshman year, almost 4,000 yards passing, uh, 38 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, really big for a freshman. And Mac Brown seems to be like this recruiting juggernaut. He's gone back to his Texas days. He's bringing in some big-time recruits, some sneaky big-time recruits. Really love what he's doing over there. And he's proving that old school still rules. Uh, UNC opens up as a 20-and-a-half-point favorite against Syracuse. Syracuse can be one of those scrappy teams as we've seen them play with Clemson in years past, which is why I expect them to get a couple of garbage time touchdowns late in the game. I like what UNC has starting wise, but if they put those backups in, I don't really know what to expect from. So with that being said, I expect them to have the 20 and a half point. They they cover it. However, garbage time touchdown is going to break it. So UNC will win, but they will not cover. Didn't UNC send like half their campus home or something? Are what? they back yet? Didn't they send their campus home? Uh, maybe. I don't remember hearing like that. Like coronavirus related? Uh, maybe. I think so. Maybe. I don't know. I, re- I don't know if I've heard that. Let me uh, see. Well, I think I think students are all online now at UNC. Huh, okay. How does that I think I do now, remember so. hearing that now because there was somebody that came out with a tweet. They were like, yeah, they waited till they all came in, got that tuition for full price and yeah. said, yeah, you guys can go home. That sucks. Yeah, absolutely. Ugh. I mean, so UNC is, is the classic, uh, how do I say this? They have Texas's former coach. And if there's anything that's like Texas East coast, it's UNC. Hey, this is the year yes. UNC is going to be the rival to Clemson. This is the year UNC shows up and becomes that team, and it's not. It's just it hasn't happened yet. UNC somehow still can't take that leap to contender status every year in the ACC, and I, I, I don't see it this year. I, I think, I think they win, but I, I don't see them beating a Syracuse squad by twenty points that hung in pretty much every game last year. Exactly. Another basketball game. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm with y'all. I think I think they're going to end up playing third this year behind Clemson and Notre Dame. Um, I think it'll be a ten to fourteen point game for most of the game. Uh, I think they do win. They do not cover. Um, yeah. Like I said, it's gonna be it's gonna be ten to fourteen points. You know, the whole game. Um, they may get up to a twenty point lead at some point, but it's not going to stay there. They're, they're going to come back down. It's going to be a touchdown, a field goal, two touchdown game. Um, they're going to win some games. They're going to be good. They're going to take some steps forward, but they're going to be third fiddle this year. Last game that we have up on the slate, 
this is a team that hits home for me. And Tyler, our Louisiana Tech Bulldogs, Conference USA, has decided they are still going to play football this year. We're super happy for that. The only thing that kind of upsets me about Tech this year is that they really haven't decided which quarterback is going to take over the reins because we've had Jamar Smith the past three years. He's been the starter. And now we're having to start over, kind of rebuild. So it's going to be very interesting to see who takes on that starting quarterback role. And I hate, hate, hate teams that play multiple quarterbacks. Baylor is going to be in its first season without Matt Rule. Dave Aranda's taking over, which means we might actually see some defense in the Big 12, but then probably not. Tech opens up as a 17-point dog, and that line has actually changed to 18. So Tech is an 18-point dog. However, I'm always choosing the dogs. So Tech is going to upset Baylor in Waco, and they're going to burn the city down. I absolutely love it. Let's go, dogs. Let's go, baby. I actually yeah. agree with that. So I think that Louisiana Tech is definitely going to upset Baylor. Yes. Yeah, that's where I get my brownie points, but I true, I honestly believe that. We want to be of the people, and if the people want a lot of Tech to win. The people want the upset, baby. Nobody, I mean, no, sure. you can't show me a Baylor fan, like a real Baylor fan. You know, this has nothing to do with the fact that Baylor ruined K-State's perfect season and ruined their chance in the national championship in 2013. That's not why we're, we refuse to pick Baylor or anything. That has nothing to do with this. Of course we think La Tech's going to win because they're better. I was just going to go that right in the field. So we're picking an upset because I will never pick Baylor at anything. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. I love the energy. I'm here for it. Well, I'm going to hedge our bets. Um, <laughs> Damn it, Tyler. Yeah. This I is why we don't like you. I love hey, my dogs. Like I said, I like you. <laughs> I, love, I love my dogs. Baylor does not cover. I will say that much. They do not cover. Um, Baylor does win. There's just way too much uncertainty at quarterback for me to be comfortable picking Tech to win. If if it's going to happen, it's going to happen first week with Dave Aranda being a first you know first week head coach. Um, if that's going to happen, it's going to happen then, and that's that's the biggest thing that Tech has going for them. But I just don't think that, you know, I'm just not comfortable at quarterback right now. Um, you know, we had the transfer from Abilene Christian, um, Luke Anthony, and we have a, a red shirt sophomore. So I'm, I'm not super thrilled at, at our prospects at quarterback. We do have a ton of talent, you know, at skill. Um, defense should be reloading. I just – quarterback's too, too important, and I'm not comfortable enough to say that Tech goes and, and upsets. But – they keep Baylor from covering. Well, I thought we were going to end this podcast on a high note, but thanks, Tyler, for bringing the energy down. Anyway, but yeah, we're super excited for this season because what we're going to do is it's going to be 12-1 sports versus I-35. We're going to take up all of our wins that me and Tyler have versus I-35s, and what we're going to do is at the end of the year, we're going to compare them. Whoever's got the better – well, I guess with the – yeah, whoever's got the most wins at the end of the year has to pay one month of the other podcast's uh, bus prop fee. So we're super excited for it. We're putting, we're putting okay, all the marbles out of that. Do what? <laughs> yeah, only $3. <laughs> I love it. I'm here for it. All right, guys. Well, this is oh. all the time we have. But before we get out of here, where can they find I-35 Sports Connection? You can find us on Twitter at I-35SportsCXN. And you can find us on all major streaming platforms. Apple, Google. Oh, man, I don't know. We're on all of them. Spotify. Yeah. There you go. All right, guys. And always remember, at 1201 Sports, even when we're wrong, we're always right. Peace. (laughs)